Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Mental Realm of Existence. I'm your host, Jose Luis Mateo Jr. Today's episode, Sexual Dreaming, Sexual Dreams. Today I'm going to discuss the cons of sex dreaming. I want to discuss the pros, but that's going to have to wait till we advance to the next season because there's a lot of tie-ins of sex dreaming and how sex dreaming works and how we can use it to amplify our energy. And it actually starts with not having sex. So, so I'll save those intricacies for the next time we revisit sex dreaming. First, let's discuss what is sex really? A lot of us in today's society are extremely sexually charged and we feel that the only proper way to express ourselves sexually is to have some form of sex, whether it be the person doing it to themselves, i.e. masturbating, or having sex outright with somebody. What we don't realize about sex is that we intertwine ourselves energetically with other people. I actually read a report recently in which a woman needed a bone marrow transplant and she wanted to get it from her husband. And apparently she was unable to because his DNA had coalesced with hers. This is what we do when we have sex. We intertwine ourselves with somebody else. A lot of us who have had several partners, I mean several partners, feel lost on a level. Now we may not realize it because we're so eager to have sex that we just keep trudging in that direction, not really knowing what it's doing to our body, not knowing what it's doing to our energy or to our mental state. Much like the blowback from my job, I work as a package delivery driver and some of the people that I've heard of who have retired from doing this job for 30 plus years, there is a statistic that is pretty high that shows Once these people retire and they stop working out, they stop taking care of their bodies, this 30 plus years of physical labor barrels down on them because they don't know how to take care of their body or they refuse to take care of their body or they think that all this time taking care of their body that they're just going to be good from here on out. They don't realize that this essentially this pennies in a bucket situation, it's overflowed. And when we can't hold it anymore, it gets dumped on us. This is what we do with sex. We have all this sex with everybody. We see all these pictures online. We, we constantly, constantly prioritize trading or giving up sexual energy altogether. A lot of us put sex before making money, before cherishing our loved ones, before going to bed, before 
working out before a lot of things. A lot of us put sex at the forefront. Sex is the reason we do a lot of things. I can't tell you how many women I've seen who have makeup caked on and it, it doesn't look like it's been worn out throughout the day. It looks like it was put on specifically just to go to the gym where all the testosterone and sexual energy is just exuding from everybody. They feel that this is the best place to put themselves in that situation. They go through what I call the fish and bear scenario. The gym is a stream, right? The gym is a stream of water and all these women are fish and they flop around, they jump in and out, they make themselves known to the big old bear. And the bear finds the one that he feels is gonna be most delicious, the best tasting fish. Now this fish will lure the bear and get the bear to do all types of extra activities in order to eat the fish. This is what we do. This is what happens at the gym. This is what happens at the clubs, the markets, libraries, funerals, marriages. This happens everywhere. And this personally is not my preferred form of dating. I hate when, uh, I mean, I'm married now, but back when I was single, I hated when a woman would use the fish and bear scenario, give you the eyes, check you out for a second, make her presence known to you, and then string you along to try to get you to do X, Y, and Z to make yourself available for her. This is one of the most annoying forms of dating, and I'm so happy that I'm married now because this is no longer an issue of mine. But this is an issue for a lot of other people. Now, other than coalescing our bodies and our energetic structure with each other, Men, when we have sex, we lose life force upon ejaculation. We actually shave life force off of the totality and quality of our lives and even the quantities of days that we remain alive. Women are the opposite. Women are like lightning conductors. When they orgasm, they charge their bodies up. It's very interesting to see that aspect of men and women where a guy loses life force and the woman powers up and can even retain more life force. Now, how does this affect us when we dream? It's no surprise and definitely no secret that a lot of dreamers, when they find out how to lucid dream, one of the top things on their list is to have sex. They want to feel that sex. They want to put that charge of sexual needs into the dream state. And this is not, this is not a beneficial thing. There, there are practices, as I stated before, that can help one uh, define what's called the energy double, which is our dream body, the energetic conglomerate of conscious energy. The, the typical dreamer is not seeking out these rituals or this kind of sex dreaming. The, the common dreamer is seeking a way to fulfill a sexual need. Now, as I've pointed out before, we have archetypes 
and we have entities in the dream state. Archetypes are slivers of us, fractals of our consciousness, fractals of the totality of ourselves. Entities, man, entities can range from other humans to other things, aliens, other beings that we really don't know anything about. We really have a very limited knowledge of them. And I, I, I'll point out how limited. The practice of lucid dreaming on a recorded level. Uh, one of the first times lucid dreaming has entered the field of psychology, I believe was around the 1940s. There are Tibetan traditions for dreaming that date back at least a thousand years. There are Toltec sexual dreaming practices. Toltecs being the natives of Latin America, of Mexico. These, these Toltecs have traditions dating back at least 5,000 years. Both of these, the Toltecs and the Tibetans, have been able to develop sexual dreaming practices to do X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to try to touch too much base on it because we are still in the beginning season. We are still set to the beginning level. I just want to point out the stark difference, the stark contrast in between what we claim to know and what they have already discovered. Now, when the common dreamer chooses to have sex in their dream state, what they're not realizing is they're intertwining that energy with something else that we don't even know what it truly is. We end up trading our sexual energy, which is very, very potent. We end up exchanging a large amount of this energy with another entity. We, we end up giving up a lot of this energy because our subconscious desire to open those channels to have sex at quote-unquote any means necessary means that we're willing to accept a lot of things that we don't understand. The common dreamer having sex with entities, they bring back this energy. They lose their life force, more life force than they can even perceive. And this alters the dreamer throughout the day. This alters how they act, how they respond, how they go through things, even how they seek out relationships or pleasurable relationships, friends with benefits, something more, a marriage, a relationship, anything. This changes how we perceive things. If, if you feel that instead of going out into the world and trying to find a mate, that you can just stay at home and release this energy into something, then what are the chances of you actually going out there looking for love or looking for something worthwhile? This changes our psychological standpoints on sex and how to acquire sex. In reality, we shouldn't even be so willing to give this up. We shouldn't. The, the, the way the world works is absolutely disgusting. There are several dangers of sex dreaming. I've already spoken about the intertwinement of our energy with other beings that we don't fully understand. 
the fact that we're willing to give up energy. We know we don't always get it back, but we're definitely willing to give it up. I've also talked about how we massively decrease our own sexual energy. Our, our sexual energy is one of the prerequisites of creativity, of desire, of functioning. Sexual energy does a lot more for us than just trying to get off. Sexual energy can charge a person and, and make their day that much more fruitful. If you learn to discipline yourself and not think that everything has to be about banging, then you can really use this sexual energy to, to fulfill the harder aspects, no pun intended, the harder aspects of your life. Personally, I've done the seminal retention challenges Last year, I went up to 10 months of retainment. And by the 10 months, I was up after needing five, six hours of sleep, feeling very well rested. This is even through the recovery of my surgery. Like I, I would lay up at night a lot of the time because my surgery really wasn't, it wasn't allowing me to sleep. I had a sling and a little futon cushion on my right arm. And that made sleeping disgusting. And I got to tell you, if I was giving up a lot of my sexual energy to masturbate or have sex with my wife or anything else like that, I can assure you the recovery process would have been that much more difficult. Definitely the sleeping process would have been that much more difficult. I was getting five, six hours of sleep across 10 hours of trying. I would wake up in discomfort and I would just sit there. I would just sit there and think, why the hell can I not go back to sleep? Like, how long is this going to last? How am I going to be able to do this? Should I take two melatonin this time? Should I, should I play, should I play dice? And however many dice show up, should I just pop that many melatonin? You know, I, I was trying to think of different ways to help myself out. And I, I have to say, if I was still out there just shooting energy out willy nilly, I would have been far more exhausted. My recovery would have been way more slower than what it is now. Everything, everything that involves the recovery and, and living my life, the quality of my life would have gone through the floor. Retaining sexual energy is actually a trick that a lot of millionaires use. They discipline themselves. They tell themselves, anytime I feel like having sex. Anytime I feel that urge to make that connection, either with my hand or another human, I'm going to replace this with something productive. A lot of new aged millionaires have managed to acquire their money just by their discipline. And you, you, you really have to gauge yourself like that. If, if you can't not hold back, if you refuse to hold back, how do you expect to get further in life? How do you expect to become a millionaire? These, these people are out there disciplining the hell out of themselves. And when I try to bring this topic up of seminal retention to other men, I'm always met with the, yeah, well, I'm a dog. Yeah, well, you know, I'm too much of a horny man. I'm just a man. This is what I have to do. This is what I need to do. I have to get off. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do it. I have to do it. No, you don't. 
you just don't have the discipline to stop yourself. Imagine if you were a serial killer <laughs> and you're thinking to yourself, you know, I have to kill somebody. I have to line up that trophy. I have to do this. I have to do that. It's, it's, it's quite the jump from having sex, but the lack of discipline is pretty much all the same. Now, another, another con of having sex in your dream state is skewing the relationships with other people. Let's say that you're at work and there's a baddie with a fatty there and they don't give you the time of day, but you know in your dream state that you can make things happen. You're one, exchanging energy with an entity or two, creating an archetype altogether that represents a fractal of your mind and you're dumping that energy into that subconscious fractal. Three, you're taking these experiences and this exchange back with you to your waking state. So now you're seeing this person at the office, you're seeing them at the gym, you're seeing them at the club, you're seeing them wherever. And now these sexual transactions are starting to skew your mind state, your, your mental state on the relationship between you and this person. You find yourself more flirtatious. You find the boundaries are almost not even there because in your head, you've already had sex with them how many times? Too many times. One time is too many times. And now, <laughs> and now you're talking to HR about what you just did and how slapping the girl with the fat booty is not the way to go. We can even transition this over to relationships. If you feel that you need to have that sex, you have to have that sex, you want so badly to have this sex and you already have a partner in which you share sex with, you now yearn after your partner less. That begs a question, would sex dreaming ultimately be considered cheating? It's a different realm of existence. You're not in your waking state, sure, but those desires from your waking state are being brought into your dream state and you're acting them out as a lucid dreamer, as a common dreamer. You're having these sex dreams. You're acting out whatever you feel that you can act out with your partner. So personally, I, I believe 100% yes, that going out and willingly gauging yourself to have sex with a with another person another entity an archetype whatever and if if whoever that person or whatever that person is if they're not the person that you're with then yes why wouldn't this be a form of cheating you're literally taking these desires and you're bringing them elsewhere because you feel that this helps you escape the rules of the relationship and in reality if if you if you feel that this is too much for you, A, why haven't you tried disciplining yourself? And B, why haven't you just left your partner altogether? A lot of a lot of gentlemen, and I use that term very loosely in this setting, a lot of gentlemen that I know think that having sex with another partner is completely okay as long as you're not married to them. I know two guys, as a matter of fact, who <laughs> under the guise of Catholic religion believe that if you're not married to her, then it's okay. 
but if if you're cheating on a woman who you might want to make your wife someday how would you expect to stop cheating on this woman how would you expect to give her your all when you never even have given her anything but whatever is laying around you gave her the scraps and now and now you expect to be holier than thou for this person whether it be a man or a woman whatever you're you're going after something else you're fawning after something else you you want something else this can also destroy marriages it's it's not uncommon for people who are married to have less sex it's not uncommon but it it quote-unquote kills the person who really desires that sex whether it be the girl the guy or whoever it really challenges at least one person in that equation it really challenges them because they are used to having this amount of sex they're used to having this quantity or this quality of sex and after a while you know when you're married with somebody there are other things in life that pop up and they want to take care of these things first i don't think it's so much of the sense of becoming dull and not wanting to have sex i think it's just priorities uh, a lot of females or men a lot of people feel that they have to perform sexually to please their other partner and in reality if if that partner lacks that discipline first of all why did you even marry them second of all that's a topic that you guys should be discussing together because if you think about it, if the shoe was on the other foot and your partner came to you and said, hey, you're not fulfilling enough of my sexual desires to the point where I need to go dream about it. I have to go to sleep to get one out. I have to go to sleep to get one. I've been stepping out on you <laughs> in a whole different reality. That sounds pretty pathetic in my book. Sex dreams can also bring past emotions to the present if you're thinking about having sex with an ex or having sex with someone that you used to know whether you are single or taken these connections if if it's an ex or someone that you had have had sex with these connections are just revitalized you find yourself yearning even more after this person you find yourself sending that late night 2 a.m you up text message you find yourself wanting to go back to that possibly toxic relationship or willing to settle for whatever it was just just to get that back you're even ruining your potential future with other mates if you have connected yourself time and time again to having sex with an ex in your dreams or having sex with entities in your dreams you find that lustful factor to be dissipated you find yourself to have that sexual quality to be dissipated like you <laughs> how much energy are you gonna put into cultivating a relationship when all you gotta do is fall asleep and you can wake up with nut in your pants. How much effort, how much time are you willing to put in to something that could possibly flop when you can just 
have sex whenever you want. Now, there are ways that we can help gauge ourselves in our waking state to prevent these conscious or subconscious desires for sex dreaming. One of the ways is by displacing yourself from your desires and understanding your desires. How much are you willing to give up? As I said before, what are you, what are you willing to do to get that? What else could you be doing? You got to put your options on a scale and see where they weigh out. Like, yeah, I can go have sex and then feel tired afterwards, fall asleep, wake up later. Or could I be reading a book? Could I be learning something? Could I be bettering myself? Could I be meditating? Could I learn how to harness this sexual energy to better the quality of my life? Understanding your desires and willingly working on them is probably the best way that I know to prevent the sex dreams. You really, you really have to understand who you are in order to help that out. Learning that sex releases life force. We can equate sex to cigarettes. If you knew this pack of cigarettes was going to shave 10 days, 20 days, whatever, off your life, is that pack of cigarettes worth it? Or is retaining that health worth it? Not having sex, it makes our dreams that much stronger. Retaining that semen, retaining that energetic charge makes our dreams that much more stronger. I guarantee you, if you go on a 10-day binge, 20-day binge, however long binge of just having sex as often as you can, as frequently as you can, the quality of your dreams will not be the same. If you learn how to retain that, if you learn how to discipline yourself, you will find the vivaciousness, the vitality, the quality of your dreams to be that of which you've never perceived before. I personally am back on the challenge and I've been able to go from scarcely remembering one dream to documenting 10 minutes of action and not like action, but 10 minutes of dream action, 10 minutes of, uh, of doing something in my dreams. The, the most I've gotten is 10 minute sessions of five dreams in one night. And I'm able to understand myself better. I'm able to release karmic traces better. I'm able to find out what the issues are that my subconscious is trying to bring to the table. I'm able to to dismantle that. I'm able to work on myself better. Could I have done the same if I shot the priority of sex at the top? Absolutely not. No. This just about covers the cons of sex dreaming. Now there are pros, there are a lot of pros, but that's going to have to wait to the intermediate version of sex dreaming to come out. This is the beginner one. And I, I wanted to disclose all of the dangers that we put on ourselves when we choose 
when we consciously choose to have sex in our dreams. Thank you all for listening. Have a great night. <laughs>